I'm Dr. Ben Dale, and I have a fear of retirement. Well, I'm grateful to get you on the show, and this is going to be the season finale. Okay. Okay. And, when and you I'm say that now. Into video. Okay. Because, you know, I wanted to bring only the beautiful people in on the video. Yeah. So I get I it. I figure this is a good place to start. It's a great place to start. Yeah. I put my makeup on too, so I'm ready to go with that. You do. You look, you look, uh, a shiny? You're not shiny. shiny? No, you're not shiny. That's good. Yeah. I, I'd like to start out by um, just letting everybody know how we know each other. Okay. And uh, we, Mike and I work together in Manhattan Beach Unified School District. Uh, Dr. Matthews was the superintendent and I was the principal at the high school. So uh, we, we worked together for 11 years. I was your first hire. You were my very first hire, Ben Dale. Very right. first. No, it's not like me bringing the beautiful people on. You just <laughs> come full circle. Yeah, it was. Uh, in fact, that, that interview process started before I even became official. I was in, in there uh, working for free, talking to you. And um, I remember yeah. that very distinctly. Oh, sure. The interview process started in the late 1950s. I mean, that was the longest interview process. Yeah. And, and I, how many times did I call you back? Just you and me? Was it? Was you and I one? met twice. Twice, yeah. 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 And uh, I was about ready to have a nervous breakdown by the end of it. I was just well, so... Well, as you figured out, and I think you already knew it, but there, there's no position, I don't think, more challenging in public education than the high school principal job. Mm -hmm. And um, no position more important to the success of a superintendent. Um, and uh, no job harder to fill in that job right so um I, I apologize for dragging you through it but you know what, what's the sorry not sorry i mean you're not sorry yeah <laughs> you're not sorry then uh so we, we we worked together and had a lot of we did a lot of great things had a lot of great memories and uh but i i want to tell some fun stories and I, I i may deny them all we'll we'll see what you we'll see what's up your sleeve as you know ben you uh Talking with you in public always makes me nervous. So, uh... <laughs> well, we're not at the end of the conversation yet. Okay, that's good. All right. So, I, well, we might be with the story I'm picking. It is my absolute favorite story of, of all the things we could tell. But I was, uh, you, you called me on the phone and said, uh, or you texted me and said, hey, I want to come over and walk classrooms with you. And it was just after lunch. And I said, all right, I'll, I'll wait for you at, in the social science building. And you, kept, you came walking up and it took you a little bit longer than I thought to get over there. And you came walking up and, and you were in pain because you had been attacked. Oh, yes. Yes, there was a surprise attack. You've been attacked. A surprise attack. So do yeah. you want to take the story from there? Or are you comfortable talking about this story? Well, no, I'm not, but okay, here we go, here we go. Um, so I'm walking, our, you know, the, the district office is right next to the high school, right next door. We are between, we are between the high school and the elementary schools. As you know, the district office is the hub of everything important that happens in the district. 
And, um, and elevation wise, elevation wise, it's a uh, we we were the lowest point in the community. We were told that uh, that was. <laughs> that was. I go, are you speaking literally or <laughs> metaphorically? And they they assured me it was the literal elevation. Yes, the actual feet. But um, so I'm walking up the hill past the football field and track up there, and there's a a woman with a dog. Um, and I, I walk by and, you know, I, I'm kind of in, in my own thoughts, you know, and all of a sudden the dog uh, uh, kind of jumps up and, uh, and, and takes a little nip, you know, a takes nip. a punch. Yeah. Out of your, bared, out of your teeth leg? Bared, teeth bared, not so much out of my leg and really below my waist area, below the waist, above the thighs, somewhere in that nether region. Um, yes, if you will. And my goodness, it hurt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I was, I was telling the woman, your dog is dangerous. And she just didn't respond at all. To me. She just ignored you and kept walking. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't so you walk up the stairs and you say, and I go, are you okay? And you go, hey, uh, I just passed by and that dog bit me on my balls. <laughs> Now, Ben, I wouldn't have put that into a podcast, but uh, and, yes, I, and I re, and I responded with sympathy, right? I was very concerned. Maybe, maybe I'm not sure that was. It didn't feel like sympathy. You oh, know? I started and, dying. Yeah, because I just if I had a thousand things in my mind that you were going to say to me when you walked up the <laughs> stairs, that yep. was one thousand and one, <laughs> and I just lost it. And, and I think you also explained to me why the person ignored my not then. Yeah, not then. Because I didn't know who it was. And, and you kept going on about how much it hurt. I think you broke the skin. <laughs> and, well, and it, I it did not. It did not. I did. It did not break the skin. Uh, you'll be happy to know. Uh, and uh, all well, was fine. checked yet. Yeah, I had not checked yet, but I yeah. did check later. No, no, yeah, oh, everything was okay. Just some emotional scars. And many of those emotional scars came from the fact that our conversation, like it is now, was not entirely confidential. Um, <laughs> because later on, your members from your team and that expanded later on would say, that dog is dangerous to me. <laughs> and that was code for our superintendent is, uh, is quite something. Yeah. Yes, yes. Whenever we... Uh, Raised an eyebrow at a comment. <laughs> Man, that dog's dangerous. So okay, then, ben, well, that's that's, uh, that's the next day. way to start this conversation. Or the next day, or the a couple, you know, not long after, we're on the quad at lunch, and a staff member walks by with a little dog, <laughs> and you said, "There she is. That's the dog." And, 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 and I looked and saw who it was, and, uh, and I said, Mike, she's a teacher in the DHH, the Deaf Hard of Hearing Department, and, and that's her dog. And he said, what does a deaf person need a C&I dog for? I was just looking for clarity. I was just looking for clarity. And that's so all it was. And so once it I did I, help I, me understand why the person did not respond to my, uh, to my yes. question. So that was point one. That's why she didn't respond to you because she was DHH. And number two, uh, you know, this whole issue of why she had a dog. So 
I'm trying to recover again from hysterical laughter. And John Shaw was there too. And we we're both just going crazy. He's your assistant and, principal. Yeah. Yes, he was assistant principal. And you were not kidding around. You were angry and hurt. Like we were laughing. Honestly, you were not laughing. And you yeah. and, and so the end of that conversation, you said to me, I want you to call HR and make sure she's done all the paperwork she needs to have that dog. And I said, yes, sir. I never called. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. And all we all like the dog. We didn't want to see the dog go away. Well, I think there is work. We had other dogs on campus that we yeah. had gone through the proper channels. Uh, and they were really important dogs to have on campus. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, uh, but I didn't mean it's hilarious if it happens to me. It's not so hilarious if it happens to someone else. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. Thanks very much, Ben, for following through. Yeah. And I can see from your summary, you're still really not over it. You know, give me 11 more years. And I think by then I'll be OK. <clears throat> well, but thank you for I, checking in on me. I, I am. I'm checking in on you. Mm -hmm. and, and I appreciate you letting us tell the story. It, it just of all the things we could have told over 11 I years, I know we picked that one, but it's just, it's iconic. I mean, even, even to this day, I'll get a VP that'll text me a picture of their dog with the caption, this dog's dangerous, you know? I'm glad, and, uh, I'm, glad I'm supporting the humor uh, from your legacies there. Bringing us together. Bringing you together, that's yes. right. Yeah, building capacity. So I, I've been uh, following your blogs that you put out um and i see them through facebook but you have a website right and i have a website i have a <clears> mailing <throat> list i have a and um yeah the website has the, the blogs on there it has links to other stuff that i do uh, what what's the dot com of the website what is it it's the drmdmatthews.com 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 okay so i encourage everyone to go and check it out it's, I was thinking today about what you're doing with the blog and what I'm doing with the podcast. And, and it really is emblematic of who we were together all those years, right? And because yours, yours are very thoughtful and you include research and you write beautifully and, but it's, it's very uh, cerebral and also very heartfelt as well. There's a lot of heart in it, but, uh, and, and then on my, I'm just talking. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, I, I and yours is more modern. Yours is uh, more up to date, more accessible to people, and uh, so that kind of fits that same description you were doing. Um, my dad emailed me today. I always give him a heads up on one. I got one coming out tomorrow morning, um, and he goes, "Hey, thanks for the blog. Um, it was really good. I did fall asleep after the first paragraph. You write way too many words, way too many words, Michael. So, uh, so you, is, there a, is there a use fewer words button you can edit it with? So, thanks, Dad. Did you say thanks, Salieri? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I wasn't excited about Michelle listening to the podcast. 
for the well, you same say thing. some things you say some things that i <laughs> hope you've vetted with her beforehand i did not because when i publish something that has jill's name in it she uh -huh. sees it beforehand but that again you're thoughtful <laughs> <laughs> no i just did it and but it wasn't for that reason i and hey i'm not you know i'm done but i'm not stupid so i i knew anything i would say that involved the colonel or michelle would be completely 100% accepted. But, you know, she's not generally a fan of anything creative I do. So, uh, and, and I don't I see, know. See, that's not, I'm gonna defend her a little bit. That's, I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's fully a- Fully supportive of your music. Fully she's a harsher critic than I would like her to be. Uh, that's a good thing. That's Is a it, good did, thing. I, did I repent there? And nicely done. Yes, thank you. No, cause it's actually more accurate. And, and all I want from her is just, you know, worshipful praise, mm -hmm. right? I yeah. want her to just anything that comes out of my mouth or I just crap out of my brain. I want her to go, oh, Ben. Was that in the wedding vows? I wasn't at your wedding, but uh, was that? No. Uh, and now that little uh, chapel of the West in Las Vegas? No. Exactly. Uh, nothing but words of praise forever and forever. Amen. Well, the preacher was drunk, so... Oh. Uh, it, it would have been slurred, but yeah, you're close to the button. Mm -hmm. But so I can, I, I, I hear you what you're saying about Jill. You know, I don't know if she's quite as to the juggler as Michelle is, but I can see how that, that, that would be a thing. It's also a little nerve wracking to share a lot about yourself with not just friends, but whoever wants to listen, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's a it's a new thing. I mean, we've, we're used to pressing buttons that send our emails out to thousands of people who have to um, listen to us. But this is different, right? This is uh, that, that was professional and this is personal, so it is different. Yeah, and I think there's an arrogance to that, too, because on some level you do this with the confidence that people are going to find it interesting, you know. And so you, you have to have a little bit of righteous arrogance in thinking. Yeah. This but is on the other hand, I mean, for me in writing, and I, I like you, I mean, I'm really enjoying the whole process. It's, uh, it is work, but I enjoy it. And it's a little bit of a, maybe this is arrogance too, I don't know, but it's a little bit of, of legacy for my family too, right? Yeah. Um, there's, you know, you're telling personal stories, you're certainly sharing lots of personal stories. And our kids hear those things. And um, you have grandkids, I don't, but uh um, you know, they're going to, we're both storytellers, but that those, you know, those verbal things will go away. And so I, I think there's a lot of that to it, just kind of little legacy action on that whole thing too. I, I completely agree. Although I don't, I don't see the podcast as that, but when we were recording the first truck stop album, the producer in the studio said, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And I said, cause I want my great, 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 great grandchildren to know what my voice sounded like. Yeah. Nice. And just some of the things I'm thinking about. Nice. You know, lying, cheating, and stealing. But yeah, uh, yeah. And and misery and sadness. Misery and drinking and trucks and mama in the rain. But uh rain. so yeah, I, I I totally get that. I think you're right on the money. I I liked one of your recent ones. You put a photo of yourself playing guitar, and at first you think it's you being a street musician, but if you read between the lines, that was on campus when you were a principal. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that was 60s week, right? Uh, and uh, just out there, uh, you know, bare feet playing music to a few people who were listening. And uh, yeah. 
Well, you know, that's the first thing I saw was the bare feet. That's a strong move for a principal on campus. Yeah, it was in a safe area where uh, I had made sure there was Definitely. no obstacle. <laughs> and, 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 you know, bare feet are open-toed, but at Malibu High School, we didn't have a whole lot of rules like at Miracosta about closed-toed shoes. I, it's just a confidence I don't have because yeah. I would not, no way, would not. My son went to school barefoot one day, and he, he, that was after I had left being principal there, and they gave him a hard time, so he, he took a Sharpie and drew sandals on his feet, and they let him stay. <laughs> you know Ryan. I love Ryan. Ryan's who I really want to be him. <laughs> Instead of myself, if I got to pick, I'd pick Ryan. Uh, you're, you're both characters. So you, but you were an actual street musician, during a, what we would now call a gap year at Stanford. Yeah, so it wasn't supposed to be a gap year, right? So I, I went over to, I was an international relations major and I um, went over to, um, to West Berlin. You know, the wall was still up, it was 1982. And I was supposed to stay for either two quarters or the full year. And um, so I took one quarter of classes over there and then I started being, I mean, I started, I, I was still new to guitar. I had um, learned it as a, as a freshman, freshman year. I bought a guitar, started learning it, and I played a little more my sophomore year. And so I bought one over there, just a, you know, cheap, nothing, $70 guitar. And um, a, a guy in the program who'd been in the program a while back had quit and was doing a cheap musician thing, but he couldn't sing that well. Mm -hmm. So I went out and sang with them and provided harmonies for his voice when he wanted to do it. And then eventually I started playing with them and he goes, why don't you quit school and let's do this. And we could do really well. So um, I, I, you know, you didn't tell your parents anything. My parents had, there was no phone calls. There was letters occasionally. So I just yeah. said, Hey, I'm going to, I never call it stopping out. I'm going to stop out for a while and you don't need to send me any money. I can afford to live here on my own and uh, it's going to be great. And they go, okay. And, um, uh, so yeah, I did that. And uh, I, I, what I wrote in the blog was, it was as free as I'd, I'd ever been. I mean, uh -huh. the, the time that I had, we were supposed to be out there playing in different bars or on the streets around six or seven at night, but we did it to around midnight. And, um, uh, you know, so much open space and time for a lot for practicing guitar, because I needed to learn how to play. Um, <laughs> and but just for thinking and reading and uh, being philosophical and it's where I really decided to be a teacher, or try teaching because my, I was always pre-law and my, um, my dad wasn't too happy with the law those days. And so I uh, started researching that and volunteered in the classroom when I came back and spent the next 37, 38 years in public education. Boom, till retirement. But that was a fun time, man. That was a fun time. So what was on your set list? Oh, okay. It's a rare question, a good question. A lot of Beatles. Right. Okay. The most requested song I refused to play. The most requested song was House of the Rising Sun. It just goes on forever. Right. I mean, there is a house. <laughs> I don't need that. I mean, and so I go, no, we got time for that. I'm not playing that. So we played uh, Jumping Jack Flash. We had Satisfaction. We had Eight Days a Week. We had The Boxer. We had. Uh, um uh, a lot of credence clearwater revival good, uh, good. on there as well and it was a um, people knew the songs okay people knew the songs, so it, it, it worked in our most common way we had deals with certain restaurants we would come in and play for 20 minutes 
and pass the hat afterwards. Um, like mariachis. Yeah, exactly, right. And um, I got, the biggest tip I ever got was, and I may have told you a story, but- Go back to school, no. Playing in a, playing in a big restaurant and, uh, and we sang uh, Joy to the World, which is, begins with a kind of, and if yeah. I'm not a good singer, I'm not an okay singer, but okay. I'm a loud singer. I have, yeah. some, I have some volume. It begins with the words, Jeremiah was a bullfrog, right? Yes. This guy calls me over after that song. He goes, I'll give you 20 marks, which was eight bucks, which would buy us four bratwurst and fry, you know. That's four that's, days that's, of eating. Oh, that's four days of eating. And I was, I'd already lost 20 pounds. I was surviving, but <laughs> I wasn't thriving. And so uh, he goes, I'll give you 20 marks to play. And I'm listening closely. He goes, on the other side of the restaurant. And I go, <laughs> You got it, sir. You got it. Thank you very much. And he was happy. I was happy. Everybody won with that whole thing. <laughs> We're all winners. Not a fan of volume. Not a fan of volume. How how much did you make on average day? Uh, we could make um, between between for each of us could pull in between. Oh, some nights were terrible, like nothing, like five marks each to uh, to maybe you know. 50, 60, 80, so, you know, 40, 50, 60 bucks each, you know, something like that. A day? In a, in a day, yeah, wow. we, we could do that. And we, but we had to pay rent with it and groceries and uh, there's no cars and all that, uh, but survived. You made it work. Yeah. And how long did you do it? Did it on five months. Okay. Yeah. It and was then you great. stomp back in. Stomp back in, yeah, yeah. So we both recently retired and what you know you and i've been talking about doing this but what really lit a fire under me is your last couple of blogs have been about retirement and i, I appreciated the shout out you gave the podcast and everything and but i just so i, I i've read through them a couple times and uh you know the first thing that struck me is the reason why you retired and I think it's interesting to, because everybody has their different reasons, but that's not a reason. That's a reason that's new to our generation. Yeah. Generation before us didn't give that reason, you know? And so I, to me, that's what's fascinating is how the, the mindset is changing around it. And this is a reason you're talking about where I really just uh, felt that it was in my best interest to lead a long and healthy life. Is that the yeah. one? Yeah. yeah, you said you retired to benefit your long-term health. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was looking at well, you know, we we both worked there eleven years. Was that, was that your longest job ever? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. mine too. I mean, I, I had site. Yeah, I had two eleven-year jobs, right? And for me, that's a good length to stop at. But but I decided not to look for other work. Um, uh, because because a couple of things. One, I, I think commuting, and I, I did a lot more of that than you did. Um, commuting is terrible. Yeah. I mean, I I, I was I in the car. Yeah. Okay, Ben. You you were walking towards the end, but uh, uh, at least you didn't drive, which I appreciate. But that uh, half a block <laughs> was not for the faint at heart. Yeah. Yes. All right. So anyway, you know, I, I, I couldn't resist. You know, so you commuted. Yeah, that added to it. I don't miss you, but uh, <laughs> that's um, going to be yeah, my epitaph. The commute, um, 
uh, the hours uh, were were rough. And I mean, face the last two years for every, I think for everyone in public education, teachers, uh, site administrators, board members were 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 rough, right? Mm -hmm. They were rough, and it's it's a little better now, but um, boy, it's still it's still not easy right now. And so, uh, and and uh, my blood pressure was up for the first time in my life, uh, and I I thought that just looking at it and having long conversations with Jill, um, I just said, look, I, I at least want to try it out, right? And uh, I, th I mean, I have not officially signed the paperwork with our retirement system to retire. Um, and so I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Uh, but I, I, what I wanted to know is, was I going to miss it terribly? Was I, gonna, was I going to miss the adrenaline of it? Was I going to miss the the leadership side of it, to having purpose because of being the leader of a school or a school district, right? Was I gonna miss all that? So I'm kind of trying it on for size right now. And so far it fits pretty well. I was just saying, do you miss it? Do you miss the adrenaline of it? Nope, I don't miss that. <clears throat> uh, you know what I miss? I miss the social side of it. Yeah. I miss walking through the office, walking over to your site, you know, seeing people, you know, checking in with them, uh, you know, having, you know, having people you care about around you and just checking in with them because, you know, in, in now, our life, it's kind of quiet. And outside of board meetings, uh, the community stuff was always awesome, too. Right. You know, we, we, we did the Mike and Ben show and the wine auction and, the, you know, right. all the fundraising and campaigning we did and going to city council. And that was all usually pretty fun. It was fun, and I've said the same thing for a long time, whether it was a high school principal going to a sporting event or a play, you know, back when I was a, when I had a commute like yours or as a superintendent, not being at home to go to it, you kind of, kind of, God dang, I got one more night thing to go to, but once you get there, it's yeah. great. Yeah, It's great. I mean, it's, you know what, you love the business, right? You love seeing kids do, do well. You love the people who care so much about the education system that your kids are in and you love the hardworking employees, teachers, and you know, it, it's great, but uh, being away from home is hard. Yeah. I don't, I have great memories, but I don't miss it. Right. Because what you just said and what I just said, and I've, you know, gone on and on about it on earlier podcasts is, is I think us trying to come to grips with being okay not missing it. Right. Because for me, there's a, seems like a little bit of guilt or maybe a little bit of being disingenuous to say, Oh, I don't miss it at all. Right. You know, when the reality is you don't miss it, but you still have such a great respect for all the good people. Right. And all the good things. And I still care about them. I'm following them. I'm talking mm -hmm. to them and uh, checking in with people. And, um, you know, you and I, taught that class at Cal State uh, Long Beach, and we're mentors to our students forever, right? And yeah. so um, uh, so you just, you stay connected, but, and I, I, I don't think I'm done, done, but 38 years of public education, that's, that's no small amount, and maybe I can try something different right now. Yeah, and I truly believe you will, and uh, look forward to seeing what that's going to be. Me what, too. What, how, how are you filling your days? What do you, so now you've got all this time and I know you wrote about it, but 
you right. know, how's it going? So very different than you, right? Uh, I really appreciated your, I think it was your second podcast where you talked about all the things you're doing uh, in a day, 15 minutes for reading, 30 minutes for music. How's that G scale coming along, by the way? Pretty good. Okay. Good. Yeah, pretty good. I don't do any other scales. I haven't, I just huh? still, yeah. still the G scale. Yeah, well, that's kind of the same pattern. Um, yeah. But um, uh, they, I don't do that. I mean, I, I try to have um, kind of fence posts in my day that I go from, you know, where I don't have empty days, but, I, you know, maybe I'm, I'm swimming in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to be a better golfer. I'm practicing golf at some point. Um, I'm doing some music. Uh, I'm taking longer cooking something because, you know, I love to cook and, uh, mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not volunteering uh, right now at any organization like like you are. Um, I uh, I'm, I'm not taking on any long-term structured um, responsibilities like that. I'm I'm I'm, ex I'm exploring and uh, filling my day that way. I'm, I'm and this week's blog post is about really having downtime, and I'm not very good at that. And I don't know yeah. if I even want to be good at it. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah. I mean, my dogs, they're good at downtime. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they kill it. At Our downtime. dogs have that in common. Yeah. And I, I don't think, um, I don't think that's me, but I, I know it's healthy, you know, like even yeah. you, you know, athletes better than I do, but the world's best athletes sleep a ton. Yeah. Right. And you don't sleep and I don't sleep. Yeah. Uh, are you sleeping better by the way, since you retired? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but I, I read that in yours that you talked about, you know, your sleep still yeah. not having it right in six hours or so. It's okay. It's, it's all I need, but I thought I would go a little longer. I think it's probably healthier, but uh, yeah. yeah. I think the job made it worse, but I, I admit that it was a problem before the job. Yeah. <clears throat> Even as a teenager, I didn't sleep. Yeah, sleep. me too. Yeah. Me too. I'm not and I can't sit around. Yeah. I cannot. I have to be moving throughout the day. The only time I sit is when I eat. Right. But my eating's changed because I don't eat out anymore. Right. And I, Thursday morning on the way to a volunteer uh, opportunity I have on Thursdays, and it's every Thursday, uh, Thursday morning on the way I get Burger King. I was going to ask if the king is in your life. Yeah. No, the king is like in route. I don't even have to go one block out of my way. And they got uh, some new menu items. They've been reading They're trying to make their menu a little more varied right now. I haven't, I haven't, I've not, I think I've only been in the King with you. I mean, I haven't been in a long time. No, are they still, are, are they still flame broiled? They're still frame flame broiled, but it's, it's, you know, the croissant for breakfast and then the Whopper with cheese for lunch. They don't need other things on the menu. No, they don't. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, I forgot where I was going with all that, but, but, uh, oh, oh, it's changed my eating. I eat, I eat all at home. I don't eat out anymore. So in that sense, it's better. I'm not with you on the, on the, uh, uh, plant slant. Yeah. I'm doing it, man. I tell you, cause you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a carnivore, yeah. but with being an empty nester right now, my, my youngest Dawson was a big meat eater, you know, he wouldn't eat a sirloin steak. He'd only eat a filet steak, which is probably not good parenting on my part. But um, maybe it is good parenting. I don't. I don't know. But but now with him gone, hey, we had for this weekend, 
lentil loaf with 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 an onion gravy on top of it. I literally am dying inside for you. It was so good. Okay. It was so, so there's good. two things I need to grab from you next time I'm in California. Okay. One is your redneck card. <laughs> You're done. And two, I, I you you must not need your green egg anymore. Yeah, I need it. I do need it. I appreciate that, but there's okay, still because I'm willing yeah. as a friend. Yeah. You can't put that on carry-on in a plane. It's a it's a 300 pounder, you know. How so, awesome uh, would that be though? <laughs> just just bungee cord around it and check it on. Yep. I hear banjos already. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all good here. No, I I, I liked uh uh, you know, you had your list, move naturally, know your purpose, downshift, 80% rule, plant slant, red wine and alcohol in moderation. Of course, I'm, I'm out on that, right? Yeah, and I, I, that's the one I don't like because I know too many people who either don't prefer alcohol um, or have taken it out of their lives because it caused so much damage in their lives. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I do enjoy a glass of wine or two at night and... Um, um, and, but I'm not about to say that's how you live healthy. Um, I think moderation is a great thing, right? I mean, I, I do, but to recommend that when there's so many people who've been harmed by it, I'm not about to do that. So I'll, I'll, I'll that's coming in a future blog post to say, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Well, then your last three are belong and then loved ones first in the right tribe are kind of the same thing. Right. But, um, and I love belong. I love that you put that in there. I thought that was very, very well done and well taken. And those aren't mine. I'm, I'm using the entire blue zone structure, which, you know, I remember from working with beach cities, it's all research based on, you know, some uh, the longest living societies in the world. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm using that as structure with it and I'll lump some of those together. I'm not gonna make this thing last forever. Or I'll kill my dad, I think, but um... <laughs> yeah, this is not cool. Um, so you, you talk about also, uh, looking at hobbies. What, what would you consider your hobbies? Um, so yeah, I, whether you call them hobbies or not, but music, we both share that one, right? You're more serious about it than I, but are um, you writing now? I, I, I've been, I've never written music, never have. I'm, I'm a, you, you call yourself a campfire camper. I'm a pretty good guitarist campfire singer. I can play any chord you want me to play, I can play it. But, um, uh, and so. Um, so what do your guitar sessions look like? They're learning new songs. You okay. know, I, I try to get, you know, I try to have, I probably have 40, 50 songs under my belt, some of which I can still play from my Berlin days, right? And, uh, but I'm just learning new songs that come some more modern and, and fun that, uh, and I have a, a friend in the neighborhood and he and I will, play together, um, not perform, but oftentimes at neighborhood get togethers, we'll do the Brooks and Mike show, you know, and, yeah. uh, and, and people like singing along and that sort of thing. And so, uh, but, and it's also to maintain your chops, right? Because if you don't play mm -hmm. for a week, your fingers get soft and you can't play for very long. And so, um, and then I'm trying to learn more licks, right? So more things where you make it, you're not just strumming, strumming along, right? Um, where you're actually, um, putting some interesting parts in there. Um, so all those things. What else? What, uh, what other hobbies do you think? So, uh, man, I love golf. 
I love it. I, I was playing twice a week for a long time. To, to play golf on a Wednesday, come on, you're it's out there. Great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and, and to have time to have lunch with people afterwards, the guys you're playing with, and just and just relax. Um, uh, it, it's a it's a. I, I know it's. I mean, people think it's an elite sport and all that, but. <laughs> Go to Westchester Golf Course and tell me what an elite sport that it is. It's a sport. People are passionate from all levels about the game. And so um, to be out there doing that and getting good, it's a game my son and I share in common. And so we, uh, he's very good, Ryan is. And, um, and uh, so to be able to play with him and to be sometimes competitive, but no matter what, having a good time. So that's, that's a hobby of mine. And you um, could I cook, I cook a lot. Principalchef.com. Principalchef.com. You can reach it to drmdmatthews.com. It's all connected over there. Just but, integrated, um, integrated. That's right. I like it. And so I, I love cooking and sharing recipes and, and doing that sort of thing too. Um, you know, I have my whole outdoor kitchen, love doing that. And I, I, I get it that you want to take away the big green egg, but it's staying, it's staying. And I, and I love that thing. Uh, think about building a pizza oven in the backyard. By the way, Ooh. not a small, not not one of those little ones you get to with the, no, to, with the, with the pull down, yep, Viking oven thing. No, no, no. This would be a, a be a common either a, a gas and wood, so you could do it either one. But one of those things you can probably put four pizzas in, nice. uh, and just do it right, right. Uh, so Jill is uh, I don't have the, the go ahead for that yet. Um, yeah. I think it's probably priority number 174 right now, but it's on the list. Just start throwing her like tofu pizza links. Tonight's pizza night at the house. I got two dough. I got dough rising right now. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great, but it's all oven based. And so uh, I'm, I keep telling man, if we did this outside, wow, be a whole different deal. Yeah, I I felt it when you said it just now. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So you're almost there. Yep. And uh, then, you know, I swim. I love swimming. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I join a master's group. I, I enjoy the social aspect of it. I, I still want to compete um, occasionally and, and mostly with myself. I'm not going to beat you know, the people who are there at the top of the master's swimming world. And even in my division, age 60 to 65, um, you watch them uh, on the Olympics uh, 40, 40 years ago. So those same yeah. guys are out there. So uh, they were way better than I am now. And they're significantly better than I am. But I may have closed the gap a little bit. Which is always great, right? And you live for those moments. But what you talked in your blog about getting to your high school times. What, 53, what are we, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, so I, I, I was, uh, you know, I, I was a very serious swimmer from age 8 to 11. I mean, I mean, I swam yeah. probably four hours a day when I was in, in those ages. And then I quit. I got burned out, right? And uh, I did. Uh, it's just and, funny because, yeah. There's a story behind that too. But we'll 8 to 11, way. yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was morning and afternoon workouts at, at, before school and after school workouts, right? And by the way, none of this independent study PE stuff. No. I mean, go to school. This yeah, is get just, it, just get it done. Okay. Um, but so I came back in high school and swam. And I, I did never, I'm working harder now than I worked in high school workouts. Okay. Right? It was, um, so I, so I swam the 50 free in 23 seconds. Okay. Right. Which was very good in the, in, my, in the state of Arkansas. Um, 
And I did, you know, I, I was ranked in the state and, and all that. You'd think in 100 free, ben, I hate to quiz your math in a live podcast, but what is 23? Go double that. That'd be 46. Yeah, I did a 56.5 in the 100 free. Okay. Now you lose two seconds for the start, right? Yeah. So you lose two seconds. It really should have been like a high 58, high 48 or 49. She but lost was, another 70 seconds in your flip turn there. I was dying. I was dying. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I like to beat that. I think 56.5 is my time. Where are you at now? 57.7, something like that. So you're in striking distance. I'm in striking distance. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. So that's big, a big time social media post when you do it. Oh, yeah. And the, the likes on that, <laughs> you just wait to see what happens then. <laughs> uh, I also think you, I also think writing is a hobby for you. It is. You're exactly right. And yeah. that's new for me. I mean, you know, when I, I think you felt the same way, but I love writing newsletters to the public, right? And uh, I took pride in being a little personal with those and, and doing that. But this is this is something different. And um, I still have three friends from Manhattan Beach who will look at all my posts and critique me on them uh, before they go out. And they oh, love really? Doing, yeah, they love doing it. And they are harsh. I mean, okay. which I, is exactly what I want. Um, I, I, I bet I can name all three. Okay, I'm ready. You want me to say them out loud? I want you to go. You can go first <laughs> names only. Karen. No. Heather. Yes. Donna Lynn. Yes. Okay, uh, that wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's good degrees, yo. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty right. good. So who's the third one? That'd be our former board president. I was gonna say Jen. Yep. Mm -hmm. But the former Jen. Yes. <laughs> I meant I meant the current Jen. I'll be honest. But I like no, it. No, no, no. It, uh, it's a new president now. It, it, it's it's Jen F. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. I got it. Yeah, and Seven she years. is. She's a good. Yeah, she's yeah, a really yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a great editor. Yeah. But anyway, it's 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 a, a way we all communicate too because they're all fantastic writers. They're. You know we're friends, and so we're in, they're interested in the topics, or they, at least they feign being interested in the topics, and it's a way to maintain a relationship. So it takes a hobby and makes it bigger than just me, right? So um, I've never seen your editing. Yes, I have. We've edited tons of stuff together. Yeah, but I mean, on a on a non work level, I I, I don't think I've ever sent you anything to edit. But you, sir are a first ballot hall of fame feedback giver. And yeah. a couple of times where I've sent you something and I, I, I copied and put in a document your feedback, you know, cause you are a really great feedback giver. Well, you know, I appreciate that. And I, I really take pride in, in doing it because you're, hopefully you're not sending to me for me to say, Ben, you're the very best. Like kind of like what you expect, uh, no. certain people in your household to do right um well maybe because i'm not getting it from her so <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean it, it it's interesting to me i think we all want to get better and so yeah. I, tr I try not to be ruthless right i'm trying to you point out positive things too right yeah um, and no so, yeah it, i i always like when when i did the first podcast and i'm like all right i want to i think i sent it to 10 people and you were first on the list because I knew that you would actually listen to it and give me thoughtful feedback. 
Right. You know? And so I've always appreciated that about you. Well, thank you. Um, so uh, looking over my notes here, the, the only other thing I had a note to talk to you about is just your, your discussion of flow. And I, I don't think we have the same outlook about it because yours is, I think, you're so enjoying what you're doing that you look up and it's, you know, two in the morning, right? The whole flow example. I just think the days are shorter now. Is, it, is that the same thing? No, I don't think so. You, uh, I mean, to me, what I hear you saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're so enjoying everything you're doing during the day. It's all things that are your choice that uh, it goes by super fast. And, and uh, that's a great thing. I, I, I think you're giving me too much credit. I look up and go, holy crap, it's two o'clock. And I've only got through my first three things on my list today. Okay. All right. Now, for me, what flow is, and it's, you know, when I first fell in love, and you know, I fell in love with the iPad, right? You know, I did, uh, mm -hmm. was when I was reading on my Kindle app on the iPad, and I'm reading a book where the term flow comes up, and it refers to some book by uh, Mikhail Chemerinsky. I forget how you say his name exactly, but it's a long um, Slavic name. And um, I went to Amazon, bought that book, and read it, right? I mean, you could before you had to go to the library go to the bookstore you could just it was all right there and you know i'm a, I'm a fast reader and i can do all that and yeah, yeah. um so he wrote a whole book on flow and for me it's not a whole day there's no way you can have maybe there is i don't know but um it's experiences that you have one of my problems in life or that i've had all the time is i am highly distractible right uh uh, I, I love this, but then, you know, what people say, well, a squirrel, you know, over there and you, you look yeah. over and see something else and, or you want to, you're, you're multitasking or whatever the case may be. And, um, uh, and, and what flow is, there's no multitasking. There's no wondering what else is going on. There's only that. And uh, you're not thinking about what you have to do next. You're not evaluating what you already did. You're not ruminating over past mistakes. You're not hopeful on what the future may bring. You're in that very present moment, right then, right there, and nothing else. And it might last for three minutes and it might last for two hours, right? I mean, just yeah. whatever, whatever you're doing. And so I try to seek that in each and every day. Um, to and have at hard. least one of those moments. Yeah, it's it, it's hard because when you become self-critical, you're not in flow. And you know, you and I are both highly self-critical. Mm -hmm. um, when you are in anything, but if you're evaluating or planning or anything like that, you're you're not flowing, right? You just got to be in that moment doing what you do. I mean, I mean, I, I know when you're when you're performing, or probably when you're rehearsing with a truck stop. Come on, I mean, you, you're when I'm writing. Oh, when, when I'm you're writing. writing, sure, yeah, yeah. When I'm writing, so, yeah. so I'm sitting here thinking like, I don't, I don't get that very much because my psychosis is, I've literally overscheduled myself every day with with things with life, right, and so. 
the thing I'm working on at this phase of retirement is I'm actually finding myself to be grumpy in the evenings because I didn't get everything accomplished that day that I wanted to. And I've got to figure out how to deal with that because Michelle comes through the door. She's been working for 12 hours, right? She gets to work at 6.30 and leaves at 6.30. She comes in the door. I've been at home all day and I'm the one that's grumpy. There's some, yeah, there's, that's, that's all out of whack, right? And so the thing I've been working on lately is how do I account for that? I don't have the answer yet, but how do I account for that where I've made a list of these things that I, I wanted to do today? And normally speaking, if I go, this has to be done today, I get that. But if there's things on there that like, okay, these are the, all the things I'd like to do today, <clears throat> I'm not getting through the list. One of the things I'm trying to do is remember how when in our jobs, you look at your calendar and it's, there's no blank spaces in the calendar, yes. right? Everything is boom to boom to boom to boom. And, and you know, in an ideal world, you have time to reflect on the meeting you just had, maybe take a few notes, maybe do, maybe do something to resolve some of the thoughts that got brought up in that meeting, or at least be ready for whatever's next, be ready for the next meeting. Um, and it's just constant. So now what I'm trying to do is put space in between ah. where you're not rushing from thing to thing. I mean, athletes sit on the bench for a quarter, right? between the quarters, right? The, what do you just, do for that space? Maybe nothing, Ben. Really? Maybe we're like our dogs in that moment. See, I don't know. I'm going into the fetal position. I don't know. You, this is, there's it's strange words for me to even utter because yeah. I'm not, it's not something I do, but I'm, I'm wondering if that is what you I mean, just to take a, take a break, uh, step outside. I don't know. But take uh, a mindful I'm, moment. Yeah. A mindful moment, if you will. Nicely done. Nicely done. Hashtag Michelle Kersmarzik. <laughs> I don't know why whenever I think of that, I think of Michelle, mindful yeah. moments. I don't yeah. know. Well, let's, let's check back with each other on that. Okay. Yeah. And how we're doing with the <clears throat> spaces in between, because I don't have any, which on some level I like from uh, seven o'clock in the morning till 1030 at night. I like, I, on some level, I like that because I, I need to go from one thing to the next or else I'm going to chew up all your stuff. Right. So yeah. But on the other hand, I never get through the list. And you're grumpy. Let's keep having that conversation. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Dr. Matthews, we have a surprise guest. Oh, boy. Surprise, Dr. Matthews. It is Dr. Whitaker Stop, Superintendent, Fountain Valley, Am I in the right district? Fountain <laughs> Valley School District. Okay, yeah, Fountain Valley School proud, District. Proud superintendent. Proud superintendent. Welcome. Thank you. You look fantastic. <gasps> Thank you. You don't look like a superintendent to me because <laughs> you look amazing. You don't oh. look beat down and haggard. Gosh, I miss talking to you, Dr. Dale. You're the best. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, you look okay, Catherine. And, Dr. Matthews, uh, we're talking. Just wait a minute. <laughs> and by the way, Catherine's the one who taught me about this blurred out background. I mean, I think you're really, I mean, come on. I, you See? Taught me some... That's about it though, right? After that, nothing. 
No, I wanted you to showed me tons of things, Dr. Stop. Tons of things. You made Good me better. Good to see you both. Good to see you. I have uh, asked <clears throat> Dr. Whitaker Stop to come and help take us out of today's podcast. Are you retiring? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't no, know. No hot take. I'm trying to make the connection. Yeah. Yeah, no hot take. Um, so she's come here for a special purpose to finish the podcast today. We are going to have a movie quote competition. Oh my gosh. Okay. Because you're both so amazing at it. Dr. Matthews, if you two discuss quotes, as long as you bring them all up, there's a, there's a lot of quotes, right? Yeah. But some of the best entertainment we ever had as principals in the district was all of the movie quotes that just landed flat that Mike would throw out because Catherine would just look at him and get us back on topic. So we're going to do an actual hand raise. I'm going to call on the first hand. Here we go. He died. He died in a bizarre gardening accident. Dr. Matthews. That'd be the first drummer from Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Well done. Really a common thing, actually. Uh, bizarre. They couldn't find any parts of them, but uh, sad though. Are you going to add on to every one of these? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> the new phone book is here. I'm somebody. Okay, Dr. Matthews. That'd be Nathan, Nathan R. Johnson from The Jerk. The Jerk. Dr. Stop, can you hear me? <laughs> okay. Hi, my what? name is Steve. I come from a rough area. I used to be addicted to crack, but now I'm off it and trying to stay clean. Okay. One more time. From, say it again. Say it again. No, come on. You'd know it. You'd know it if you knew it. That's from Office Space. <sighs> I know that movie. I can't believe it. I don't, I don't know that quote. Okay. Well, I love that movie, though. Here's the next one. Red Stapler. Ready? And I'm going to try to do it. I'm gonna try to reenact it. Oh, George, not the livestock. George, not the livestock. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, brother. Yeah, oh, I, I, that's not a quote fest movie to me. Um, that's not? No, it's not. I, I, I probably only seen it three or four times. And I, it's not, uh, it doesn't, the music is I've more- I've only seen it like. <laughs> well, no, no wonder you didn't know you it. You gotta go watch it. Okay. And laugh every time George Clooney says, oh, crap, we're in a tight spot. <laughs> yeah, I will. Here's another, next one. You can read minds. Dr. Matthews. That would be Zoolander when she calls herself a bulimic. <laughs> okay, next one. Getting this one. To beat me, he's going to have to kill me. He's going to have to have the heart to stand in front of me and do that. He's got to be willing to die himself, Dr. Stop. That's Rocky, right? Oh, got him. Is that a first? I think so. Because typically, good. I would think on it. And then in a random moment, two days from now, I'd go, Rocky. But today, yeah, she does do that. She does do that. It was your pacing. It was your, your cadence and your delivery. Thank you, Dr. What shocked me is that you said Rocky and you didn't just sing the theme song. <laughs> yeah what you know rocky does it hold does rocky hold up i don't know if rocky holds up it's slow it is slow 
I'm going to reveal something about myself. Uh, to this day, if I watched any of the Rockies or, or the Creeds, I cry at the, at the end. Well, okay. Yeah, we, we're, we're all in the same boat there, I think. Uh, I cry at the end of every Rocky. Yeah, of course you do. When that grand theme music comes on, when he wins the championship, yeah. big tears. Yo, Adrian, we did it. Yes. If I had begun to sing the yeah. theme, right? Yeah. You, yeah. What is that? that gonna that, fly that, now. That, gonna, I mean, gonna it's fly now. Mental, right? Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Okay. And it, at the end, they're going, gonna fly now. Oh, yeah, I could have done that. Yeah, Got it. Done that. Yeah. Which Are we done? To either winning. This is going to be a riveting, riveting podcast material. Or the exercise montage. Because <laughs> they'll play it then too. Okay. All right. All right. Here's another. What's one. the score? Who's another winning? Quote. Another quote. Right now it's four to one, but the one was strong. All right. Here's the next one. Thank you. Math is a wonderful thing. Math is a really cool thing. So get off your ass and do some math, 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 math. It doesn't sound like, oh, go ahead. Doctor, Doctor. stop. Is it that one movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. I knew it. Wait, right, is, it, is, it stand in, is it stand in, it's not stand and deliver, is it? That's the one. No. No. Oh. Oh, you should have been, been School slide. of Rock. Huh? School I'm of not Rock. You can read my School mind. School of Rock. School yeah. of Rock. Uh, I saw School of Rock one cool time, thing. and that was enough. That was enough. Math is a really cool thing. Yeah. Jack so Black get off your ass and do some math, math, If we had done that, I may have remembered <laughs> on it. Tenacious okay. D, yeah. Okay. Uh, he must be the stupidest son of a alive, but he sure is fast. Yes, sir. That'd be Forrest Gump. Yes, Forrest Gump. Shoot. That's, is, that Bear, is that Bear Bryant saying that? Yes. I, I was yeah. going to say the water boy. <laughs> you know, water boy? Yeah. He wasn't fast. He was strong. Who spit in the cooler? Um, here's the next one. If this you don't chew one? big red, you ready? If you don't chew big red, then you. Yes. Stripes. Great pull. Talladega Nights. Oh, okay. That was one of Ricky Bobby's commercials. Now, see, if you had said Little Baby Jesus, yeah. we both would have gotten it. Me too. That was a common... When Catherine and I were in meetings together, by the way, and, and she, you don't have to agree with this, but we wore out other people because we, we both enjoyed this and other people were kind of... Yeah, which is why okay. I brought her in. Okay, this is for all the marbles. Okay. Wait. Catherine, you can come all first. the way back from 6-1 and win. Ready? Mm -hmm. Love this game. You're my boy, Blue. Shoot, wait, give me a second. Don't <laughs> use your hand so fast. I actually, I don't want to know because it's going to come to me on my way home. All right, go Catherine, ahead. Catherine, I gave this one because I think based on recollection, this was the most quoted movie by Mike in all of our meetings. He was always quoting this movie. Flash dance? <laughs> yes. You know, I almost wore that sweatshirt for this interview, too. So that's interesting. Okay. Uh, that would be old school, old school. Old school. Old school. All right. Okay. I do have to say one thing before you close, though. 
he just said that I was the one who kind of enjoyed it the most and we exhausted everything the most. Had you ever maybe thought for one second, sir, that I was just like nodding no. and smiling and enjoying it? Okay, so you did your, that. I know you did. Your friendship was so sincere. No, but Catherine would get mad at herself because she did enjoy parts of that. But yeah, I, I mean, the, the prof professional side of you put up with me and smile because you thought you had to smile. But I caught you a few times where you, where you would say, doggone it, I didn't mean to laugh. Yeah. And maybe in my superintendency, maybe I share some video clips now and again. Just maybe. Well, it all seriously. Do they I work? Do they work when you fire they them do, up? They, they work for me. I think they're hysterical. <laughs> and our jobs are so heavy sometimes that it's okay to bring a little levity to it, even if we're the only ones enjoying it. No, I was. Pumpkin I was. Spice latte, 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 pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I was referring to all of the missed leadership we got by every PowerPoint you put up that didn't work. Dr. Matthews? The scrolling no, photos. That, that, if it had photos that had to scroll, forget about it. If it he's had a video embedded, forget about it. Well, Mike? You're not talking to me. You're talking to someone else in this, this chat. No, I'm talking to Catherine. Yes, yes, you are. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm not trying to be coy. Catherine has people now. You, you have people now. You have people. Perfectly imperfect. See, and I know what you're doing too. Every time one of your assistant Seuss puts up some presentation, doesn't work, you just go, it oh, never happened to me. No, I would never do that. I cry. I'm like, I so get it. I so get it. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> Have a growth mindset. That's what I do. <laughs> wow, Luke, do you see that smile at the end? Have a growth mindset. That's good. That's good. So glad to see you both. Thanks for letting me play. Great. This was really, guys. really fun. And, and I hope everyone's still with us and, no, no one. and enjoyed uh, uh, watching us just be friends. And, and uh, it was great working with both of you and the students and community of Fountain Valley are lucky to have you. And oh, yes, they are. Yes, thank they you. And miss you both every day. Same. Right back at you, Ben. Yep, absolutely. Same. And Catherine, hope to see you soon, actually. So that'd be great. Yep. That'd be great. All right. I'm not booing you off, but boot me off. I'm Dr. Ben Dale, and I have a fear of retirement.